I thought it would be really fun this week between Christmas and New Year's to share a couple of my friends. And today's episode, I am sharing I just adore her, and you are going to too. I'm going to share my friend Danny Watson with you. Danny is a former first grade teacher turned home decorator. Okay, does your previously watched shows on Netflix, Hulu, Discovery Plus, whatever, is it filled with home decorating shows? Because mine is. And when I heard what this girl does, I'm like, oh, we need to be friends because I am constantly looking at all of this. She, she's adorable. She's the daughter of a king, of the king, wife, boy, mom, and popcorn enthusiast. Like I can relate to all of those things, right? She's the host of the number one ranked home design podcast, Fig and Farm at Home. How adorable is that? She teaches busy moms with real homes and real budgets. You know what I mean? How to break free from the Pinterest perfect trap to create a home that tells their story with their style. She believes that homes are a canvas for storytelling, that kiddos are an integral part of that story, and that you can share space happily with kids, pets, and husbands. She believes that you can have a pottery barn style house with a target budget and that homes don't have to be perfect to be beautiful. Are you already in love with her? Because I know you're going to adore her. And we are talking about how do we have this space? I know she's talking to you, mama. You are a busy business mama. You're likely working from home and you've got to like you want this space to be nice I get it and then it all clutters in right like what do we do with all of this that's what we're going to talk about today so join me let's hop in and listen to Danny Hey, Kingdom Builder, welcome to the Growth Against the Grain podcast. Are you struggling to find balance between what Jesus wants for you and your big business goals? Do you find yourself up late at night, overwhelmed by the goals and growth you long for while also lacking the confidence to get there? Do you wake up with big, ambitious dreams only to feel frustrated that you're not promoting and afraid you'll fail when another team member quits and you miss that promotion again? Hey, I'm Michelle. I too was tired of being in the same place year after year. I too felt frustrated and wished to build the business of my dreams. I wanted to honor the Lord, level up, and see my team succeeding. But I kept telling myself, the products are too expensive, or no one wants to join me, or maybe I'm just not cut out for this. Does that sound familiar? Until I realized that all the growth and success was nothing if God wasn't my first priority. In this podcast, you'll find network marketing business tips, biblical mindset encouragement, and a little mama motivation sprinkled in from time to time, all so that you'll see the growth and success through God's eyes first. Let's partner together, grow against the grain of this world, and find that balance you've been craving. Friend, go grab your Bible, notebook, and that coffee that's been beeping at you from the microwave. Let's get ready to grow against the grain. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. I don't think I've ever said that before. I don't know why. Um, anyways, I've got my friend Danny Watson here with me, and I am so excited for you guys to meet her. One, she's adorable. And two, she is like the DIY queen of making everything beautiful and fun and doing it in a way that 
you feel like, okay, I can do this. So Danny, welcome and tell everyone about you. Yay. Oh, thank you so much, Michelle. Yeah, I'm Danny Watson and I am a former first grade teacher turned home decorator. So, you know, I started when, when I left teaching years ago, I remember having my little one in, um, he was at nap time one day and, you know, they don't prep you for what, I mean, they don't prep you for. I, I was just going to say, they don't prep you, period, period, <laughs> just period. You don't get home. You don't get sent home a book. Right. No. And I remember sleeping when he slept, but I was done sleeping. So I'm staring at my walls one day and I'm like, what can I do with my walls? I am so incredibly bored of staring here at this space. But Michelle, we were on such a tight budget, like a ramen eating Goodwill shopping budget. I remember going, waiting every month for Greg to get, for us to get a coupon, the $10 JCPenney coupon, so that we could get Greg his fancy pants for $12. Like we were that kind of budget. I love it. And so everything that I've learned from then in terms of home decorating, I, it has been on a budget. I have, you know, I have this pottery style in my mind, but I don't have the pottery style checkbook. I just don't yeah. pottery barn style. So it has been just a, you know, trial and error learning as I go and taking, taking risks to make things beautiful. But but I've learned a lot of things on the way and I can't wait to share it with you guys. I love it. So Danny and I met in our podcast mastermind over the last few months and instantly I was drawn to her because one, she's absolutely adorable. And <laughs> two, she started, we were doing these market research calls and she was telling a little bit about like what she does. And she was like, yeah, you know, you want this space to look cohesive and pretty and fun. And like, you want to walk into it. I'm like, can we talk? Can we talk? Can we be best friends? And then I found out she lives in Washington in this area that I absolutely love. And I was like, oh, the Lord brought us together for so many reasons. And so anyways, I'm getting all over. I'm like a huge Danny fan. And so I'm, I'm just excited that you're here and that we're going to talk to our listeners about how to get out of that overwhelm. But before we do that, tell us a little bit about your podcast, what you teach on there, because it's so incredibly practical. Yeah. So I have a podcast called Fig and Farm at Home. Which is adorable. I, I love that name. <laughs> Thank you. And I teach busy mamas how to decorate their homes on a budget. And I do that giving them tips and, and tricks and lots of practical advice. And, you know, I mentioned before, like I have these big dreams for pottery barn style at home, but we just don't have the money for it. So, and I imagine a lot of these mamas are in the same boat. Yeah. They, they want the change. They want their homes to feel cohesive and lovely, but they get stuck a lot. And then we throw Pinterest into the mix, right? <laughs> Pinterest and Instagram. And those can be so wonderful. They can also be a home decorators. If you don't know what you're doing, worst nightmare. Yeah. And so I try to break through that with my listeners. I try to give them really practical solutions for using it to their advantage. Yeah. And so that they can have a home that they truly love coming home to. I mean, yeah. I, I, I like, like to say that I teach real moms with real homes and real budgets, right. how to decorate. Yeah. Right. I love watching Joanna Gaines and I think that's all amazing. And then you go to, to recreate it. You're like I, I can, I can't do this. Like I can't yeah. afford any right. of this. 
Right. And then it becomes a stop. And what I've loved in talking to you is I feel like, okay, I have the confidence that I can do this. We were just talking before we hopped on here about I ripped out the fireplace area in our home that has I've hated for 11 years. But for 10 of that, we were renting and our landlord would have probably not been really thrilled if I ripped it out. <laughs> Although knowing him, he's like, sure, go for it. Anyways, finally, because we've been homeowners of this place, we could rip it out. And like this was two days ago and the brightness that it has brought just to me, not to mention in my home, it's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. And I attribute a lot of that to you and just feeling oh. this confidence, like we can do this. Yeah. We can yeah. absolutely rip this puppy out. And right. there's a lot of things we did wrong and it's okay. It's gone now. Right. You know, maybe a big one being masks and drywall, but whatever, we won't talk. About you know that. what? You learn from that mistake and you'll wear a mask next time. <laughs> I will. I absolutely will. As I'm like still cleaning out drywall from every part of my body. Um, but let's talk about our moms that we're talking to, especially my mamas are work at home moms. Mm -hmm. So blessing and a curse, right? You right. get to be home. <laughs> the downside to that is you're home. Yes. You're staring at yes. these spaces right. all day long and you're trying to figure out how do I take what I have pinned because we have very robust pin boards, like yes. mine are amazing, but how do we go? And this is one thing that I, I really learned from you is, okay, so, so we've got the pin board, which is the finished product, right? How do we go from idea to getting there without needing to hire a bunch of people without it having to cost a budget. Like what are some simple ways that we can get started, started on these projects and create like this piece that we're looking for? Yeah. Love it. You know, let's start with Pinterest for a second because, you know, Pinterest can really be your friend or your foe. And mm -hmm. the way that you described it, we can all be inspired by beautiful pictures but that just in itself and of itself is our foe. So what you can do using Pinterest as an inspiration is you can really try to understand what your personal design style is mm -hmm. and to name that. So one of the things that <clears throat> I've found over the course of time decorating people's homes is that a lot of people will say, oh, I found this image on Pinterest and I just recreated it in my own home. And Michelle, you're going to see my, my jaw drop right now. Don't do that. Do not do that. Because what happens is you essentially, like you've definitely made yourself aware of beautiful images, right? But it might not necessarily represent you and your style. And it might not flow with what's going on in the rest of your home. So if you can back up three steps from that image and realize what is it that you like in that image? So if you can identify the metals you're drawn to, the colors you're drawn to, even the textures you're drawn to, what kinds of styles, like, do you like, <clears throat> excuse me, big fluffy sofas or do you like the minimal Scandinavian style? So identifying and naming those are going to help you be able to make choices moving down the road. Yeah. Because a lot of times what, what happens is, you know, we might get the itch to go out and buy the pillow. Yeah. We might get the itch to go and buy the couch heaven forbid, we need to pick a paint color, right? <clears throat> and we're standing in these aisles thinking either I don't know what to choose or you've got it after about 15 minutes, mm -hmm. bring it home. It doesn't quite work. You're not sure why. Yeah. 
But the worst that can happen, I mean, that's okay with a pillow. The worst that can happen is when you do that with a couch, right? right? Something that costs a little bit of money, something that you know that you can't just replace. And you then are bound to this couch. You're bound to it. And you have to style around that stinking couch. (laughs) And that then is the frustration. So starting with a plan is pivotal. And you can start with a plan by first starting with identifying all those teeny tiny little elements in Pinterest that you love and are gravitating towards. Mm -hmm. You like wood framed pictures. Awesome. Write that down. You like, you know, gold accents or brass accents, write that down. You like blue velvet, write that down. And that when you can kind of compile a list like that, that is your unique design style. And that's going to help you moving forward. I love that. As you were talking, it made me think of like when I take a, or when my girls take a picture of a hairstyle that they like to our hairdresser and they're like, I want this. And instantly my hairdresser will look at it and go, okay, that's fine. We can do that. But her hair texture and, and density and everything is different than yours. So and all the stuff. So she'll say, okay, what is it about this that you like? So, okay, now I know your hair. I can do that, but it's not going to look like this because your hair is different. Same thing. Like we look at Joanna Gaines, I do. And I'm like, I want all of that. But the reality is it's might not fit my space. So now I've got like a square peg in a round hole. Like it is just sticking out like a sore thumb. Yeah. (laughs) Like, okay. One of these things does not belong here. What is that? Right. I love that. What's hard too, though, is we're frustrated with our space and we want a quick fix. Yeah. So that's why we like, you know, knee jerk reaction. We're like, okay, let's change everything. And Right. Well, let's talk about that for a second, because, you know, one, you don't have to change a whole lot. You don't have to take out your fireplace, for example, or no, I did. It yeah, was- I know. <laughs> I know you did, you've, but you've been thinking about that for a long time. Oh, for 11 years. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Let's talk about that for a second. And then let's talk about what your mamas who are probably not taking out a fireplace this weekend. Right. <laughs> so, you know, when you're thinking about making a big change like that, for example, or like painting the interior of your door or painting the wall even. You know, one thing I always ask myself is literally this question. What is the worst thing that can happen? Right. What is it? In your case, it was maybe I have to hire the plumber to cap the the gas line. Right. In my case, when I painted the interior of my black door, the worst that could literally happen would be I paint over it. I don't like it. I paint over it. That's not too bad. It's just a little bit of elbow grease. It's a little bit of time, maybe a little more money to reinvest in the paint. Right. It's not terrible. It's when you have, and you you don't think about what really is the worst that can happen. And it's living with a gaping hole in your home (laughs) that can be problematic. But some of those little changes, like changing a light fixture, that's not so bad. You have to hire the electrician who happens to be your brother-in-law or whatever, you know, Right. right. Not the worst that can happen. Right. Um, so, you know, in terms of like everyday living though, and when you, when you're thinking about your, your space and you're not thinking about those tearing out the fireplace or painting the wall, some of the things that your listeners can do in order to identify what kind of the problem areas are or how to make it feel cohesive is to stand not in the center of the room. If you are looking, let's say at your living room and you're standing outside of it. Mm -hmm. 
just take a gaze to see what's happening here. And can you naturally see a color palette that has mm. evolved? Can you yeah. see some intentionality in the color choices you're bringing in or is it hodgepodge? Right. Um, same thing with <clears throat> metals, same thing with wood tones, same thing with textures. Yeah. The key to really great design, Michelle, and the key to keeping your home cohesive is repetition. So I know if I have an open concept area, I want to make sure that if I'm standing in my library that can see into my dining room, that can then see into my living room, I need to see something repeated in each space. Yeah. And that number, that magical number is about three. So if I have blue nowhere in my li library, but it is all over my dining room, all over my living room, I need to make sure that that blue is represented in my library too. So, and then the other thing too, is if you're standing in that vantage point and you're seeing something that is like blaring at you, it's sticking out like a sore thumb. I call that a bully of design. It is sticking out. It is taking over bullies command and demand attention in a really negative way. And you can remediate it two ways. You can remove it completely, or you can bring in the repetition. So those are some ways that you can carry over that cohesive design in your space. I and love that. having to go to, you know, Target and stand 15 minutes in Joanna Gaines aisle and then be overwhelmed. <laughs> it is the pillows. I mean, yes. the pillows alone. I'm like, one, they're expensive. Two, I'm yes. like, I don't know. I don't know. What do I do with these? Like, yeah. how, how does it all work? But yeah. I love that standing back and, and seeing what you've already done. It can be like, we want to change all of it, but right. the reality is you've likely, you, you likely already have your design style, at least in some way represented in your space. Right. Right. And maybe you don't like the whole thing, but at least look at what you've already done and what you do like. Right. And see what you need. And maybe it's as simple too, as like, I'm not a seamstress at all, but I can, I can sew me a pillowcase. So yeah. maybe it's, you know, finding some cute fabric and, you know, it, there's coupons everywhere and that right. you can <laughs> redo the pillow. Or and save a buck, go yeah. to Hobby Lobby. Do you have Hobby Lobby where you are? Yes, we do. Yes. Go get their pillow cover because there's always a coupon. The secret with Hobby Lobby is if it's not on sale this week, it will be next week. I, I'm and a little mad that they took away the 40% off. I know. Okay, let's just, <laughs> but just remember. You hit a hot button, Danny. Okay, I'm not thrilled. <laughs> Everything is on sale. It just alternates weeks. Yes, it does. Yeah. It does. But really, that is such a great way to change up what it is, that you, what's going on. Yeah. Same Or Ikea. Ikea has the same thing. I mean, $7 pillow covers and you know, you start with a big anchor pillow on each side of your couch. And I call anchor pillows the thing that kind of anchors the design. So mm -hmm. if I have a camel color couch, for example, I probably want something that is contrasting. Yeah. My anchor pillows might be cream. And then I can play with the Ikea or the Hobby Lobby pillow covers to bring personality and texture to my space. I do love me a good Ikea trip. I mean, the best there, but okay, let's camp out on the pillows here for just one second, because the reality is they're an inexpensive way yeah. to add style, life, personality, change yeah. things up. You're not, it's not a couch, right? So maybe you hate your couch, but maybe you can work with it in a way that's going to cost you, you know, for a hundred bucks, mm -hmm. you can go to Ikea and get a bunch of pillow covers and 
forms, like they have forms in there for pretty right. inexpensive and change things up. And right. I don't know when, when I straighten out the pillows on my couch and fold up the blankets, I'm like, I hear angels singing. Like yeah. it is beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. And, you know, you mentioned something really something that I want to go back to. And that's, you know, your, your homes are canvases for storytelling mm -hmm. and it is your story you want to, to tell. Right. So any opportunity to bring your personality to your space is a really, really good thing. And it doesn't have to be the neon green wall color. Right. 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 And maybe hopefully it isn't, <laughs> but it could be a neon green pillow and your pillows are literally one of those key elements for bringing your personality to the space. So I'm really glad you mentioned that. Yeah. And some others too are of course, artwork and mm -hmm. um, pictures, family pictures. Of course we can go overboard on that, right? Yeah. Or even in the way that you style it on your, <clears throat> on your bookshelf, you know, if you flatline everything, it's going to look like you just dump them on there. But if you think about adding layers and depth and texture, it's going yeah. to create a nuance that makes it an invitation to really dive into your family story. Yeah. And ask questions. Like I, my neighbor was an art design major and I had wanted to put a, like a little gallery wall up and I just couldn't figure it out. And she was so cute. Like I'm a let's pound a bunch of nails in the wall and like hang things and let's just see what happens. She like mapped it all out. I brought everything out that I wanted and it's beautiful. I love it. I'm like, this is so nice. And so as you're talking, like it's so easy to find all the places that we don't like, yeah. but forget about the places that we do like. And as you're saying these things, like I think of one wall that I painted black and I love it. And what's great is my Peloton is against it. We have a very small space, but it helps like the Peloton. This was like years apart from each other. The wall was black first. Then I put the Peloton there and it's like, oh, it kind of hides it. Yeah. Like it doesn't, it, it doesn't, I'm like, okay. I'm Not like, such a, an eyesore or a bully in the room. Yes. Because <laughs> yeah. otherwise if it were a lighter wall, it totally would stand out and it would be this, you know, neon sign to the Peloton that I have not ridden for a while. So I don't need neon <laughs> signs on that, but I love this. I love that there are so many options and ways in which we can transform our spaces without it costing hundreds or thousands of dollars. And right. I think it's like, I'll be honest, I would really love to hire somebody, but there is something really fun about doing it yourself. Like when we ripped out this this fireplace area, like it's really like empowering. Like we yeah. did this. Yeah, it's it really is. Fun. And you know, one of the things too, for your listeners to note, and you too, Michelle, as you continue with this journey, when you think about your home and like wanting to get the biggest impact change for the cheapest amount of money, honestly, it's with paint. Yeah. You know, you think about the foundation of your, your home and it is either the flooring mm -hmm. or the walls and flooring is really expensive. Flooring, you can mask really nasty flooring with carpet, with, with area rugs, right? Yeah. Yeah. But the walls, they're either, they're going to dramatically change if you change one of them. So yeah. I would yeah. much rather choose an 80 gallon, $80 gallon of paint than $1,000 for floor. Oh, absolutely. Which is what we were talking about. And I will probably be painting my <laughs> tile floor in the kitchen because we can't do the whole kitchen remodel yeah. that we want to do yet. But yeah. I love paint. It's cheap. And again, what's the worst that's going to happen? Exactly. Okay. Maybe I have to paint over it. Yeah, exactly. But if you 
go through the process and you seal it well enough, you might yeah. not have to. So, right. you know, making sure that, you know, a couple of the steps along the way, I just did the same thing with my, my laundry room. I hated the linoleum floor. It was like the builder grade, nasty muddled looking floor. And mm. I just painted it neutral color. My son and I are debating what color it is. I think it's a beige. He thinks it's gray. I'm not sure. Oh, so I, you have a grayish. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea what grayish was yes. until we had our floors done a few years ago. And all of a sudden we had the gaping sore of the ugly Navajo white walls or something. And I was like, oh yeah, this is not happening. We're painting this. And I was like, gray, because gray was the thing, which gray is out now, but whatever, it's fine. And I was like, just pick a gray. Uh, not so easy. Yeah. There's like purple gray, there's beige gray, there's, there's warm, there's warm grays. There's cool. And that is something to keep in mind too, for all of your listeners is there is either going to, the colors are going to present themselves either with a warm undertone or a cool undertone. Yeah. Knowing how your lighting, your space responds to that is going to be important. It's a, it's, it's a whole, you think, oh, I'm going to pick yellow. (laughs) And then you accidentally pick highlighter yellow. We painted my niece's room years ago. We're like pink, we'll do pink. Yeah. We flashed Pepto-Bismol up on the walls. Yes. Cause you know, you look in the itty bitty, you're like, oh, that's totally fine. And then you get it up and you're like, whoa, my, that's awful. Anyways, I love this. We could chat for hours and hours, but you have some, in addition to your podcast, which I want you to tell everybody where to find your podcast, but you also have some great resources. I know you're getting ready to launch a course. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that you have some free resources Share those with my listeners because I'm very confident they are going to go from here straight to you because you're amazing. Oh, I so appreciate that. Yes. Okay. So they can find me on any major podcast player. It's called Fig and Farm at Home. And I show up two times a week. So um, that's always fun. And then I am launching the Home Design 101. And that is a walk through the design process. It is a 10-week immersive course that is literally guiding you through picking a color palette, how to create a cohesive design, um, how to understand what your end goal is, and then reverse engineering yourself all the way backwards so that you can make the best choice for you now. We talk a lot, Michelle, about knowing what to spend your money on and what not to, like how the highs and the lows and specific to your space. And the whole goal behind that is to make sure that these women are empowered to I mean, I can do the design for them. I'm happy to do the design for them, but it is so wonderful when you get that aha moment and you feel that pride in not just ownership, but in, I did that. I created this space that is beautiful and unique. And I did that. And it just reduces the overwhelm. The next time you're choosing the highlighter pink color (laughs) for your wall, Um, And then you can do it for years to come. So that is, that is out in the world now being launched, but, um, and then I do have a freebie for your listeners that is aside from the podcast. And that is when I, before I became a home decorator, I was a home stager. I don't know if you knew this. I did not. I did it for pennies, pennies, pennies. But I remember I would tell these homeowners the same five things over and over and over again. And then when I moved to home decorating, I would tell these same five things over and over and over again. And so these are my five secrets to elevating the look of your space in a weekend. And if I'm remembering three of them are free. So um, I will leave you with that link so that they can come and find that. 
Oh, that's awesome. I will put that in the show notes, definitely for everyone to find. Um, I just adore you. And I love that you're passionate, you're passionate about what you do. And oh, it just is so contagious. And honestly, it it gives me and I'm sure all of your clients that you work with this courage to go do it. And again, like what's the worst that can happen? Yeah. Most of you are not ripping out drywall and whatnot. It's you're looking for something simple. Okay. So maybe you have to return uh, pillows. Maybe you have to get a new, another gallon of paint in the green scheme of things. It's the least expensive things to do. Right. Right. Exactly. What literally is the worst that can happen? Right. Not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. I love it. Oh my gosh. You said something and I was like, oh, I want to come back to that. But now I can't remember what it is. Oh, my, brain, my brain turns off or something. <laughs> Anyways, you are amazing. And I will put all of the, sh- the links in the show notes so everyone can go and find you, Danny. Um, awesome. I just appreciate you. And oh, I know that my listeners will as well. Yes. Thank you so much for having me on. We'll talk soon. Okay. Bye. Hey, before you go, if you learned something new or found value in today's episode, would you pop over to iTunes to Growth Against the Grain and leave a review and subscribe to the show? That would be awesome. And if you'd like to connect with my community of other mamas just like you learning to align their audacious goals with what God has for them, then join us at bit.ly slash Christian Mindset Support or Click on the link below. There's always room for one more. Can't wait to see you over there.